Hey everybody, welcome to episode 417 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about diet phasing. This is something that um, is kind of what I would consider more of an advanced concept in nutrition and structuring training plans and things like that. This is kind of what a coach is going to think about a little bit. And if you guys just find this a little bit overly complicated, I'll try to simplify it as much as I can. But if you find it a little bit crazy, you can always reach out for help. I will give you my best shot at helping you with your nutrition and training. Um, Stoltzfit.com slash contact is where you can go to reach out for some help and also submit questions for the podcast if you have any. Today, hopefully, is going to clarify some things about how I would approach um, you know, long-term goals because you should be breaking them up and phasing things in an intelligent way to minimize fatigue, improve your training, your motivation, and get you to your goal and make it not seem as overwhelming, honestly. Sometimes the long route is the right way to go and the short aggressive way and the super disciplined way might not be the best option for everybody. So this one is going to kind of go into how I would approach the longer game with fitness, health, dieting, nutrition, and uh, it's all about phasing. So let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to the episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is, I think, episode 414 or something like that, and uh, I kind of mentioned in another podcast, and this was a few podcasts back, I could probably check here on my computer, but I was mentioning some things that are going to be game changers in getting to your goals, right? This was one, maybe two podcast episodes ago. And I mentioned things um, like meal planning. I mentioned things uh, that are going to help you stick to your macros a little bit better. And um, this was, well, here, okay, so it's episode 417 is what I'm doing right now. And it was last week I talked about this. Um, yeah, one of the things I mentioned in that podcast was phasing and approaching things kind of based around your social life and your training phases meaning that you uh, shouldn't always be in fat loss, you shouldn't always be in muscle gain, you shouldn't always have your calories at maintenance, and you should kind of approach things in phases and knock out chunks of your progress and kind of keep chipping away at the long-term goal. Um, the reason for this, and you know, I'm going to get into maybe more nitty-gritties here on a specific example of how I would do this, but the main factor for this is diet fatigue because you know diet fatigue is essentially getting really drained, worn out and unmotivated, demotivated from your dieting. And you guys probably have all experienced this if you've spent any amount of time in a calorie deficit and you know really pushed a diet a little bit too far, you experience general fatigue moodiness, irritability, low energy in the gym, um, loss of libido, 
maybe just a lack of adherence to your nutrition, the urge to cheat extreme hunger, all of those things kind of pop up and can drive you crazy. And even more so can get you off of your goals because you know, you're likely to miss the mark and kind of fall off the wagon for lack of a better term. When you experience a lot of this diet fatigue, you just kind of give up. And what is the most, you know, what is the way to, I guess, ensure you don't make any progress? It's giving up, right? So what I want to do as a coach is prevent you from giving up and make sure you're approaching your goals in a healthy and sustainable way because it doesn't do you any good to get to a goal weight and then gain it back. It doesn't do you any good to get to a goal weight and feel miserable and be in bad health. What I would want you to do in the case of fat loss and muscle gain is approach things in a slow and steady way where you hardly even notice the change, right? And that might take a longer amount of time, but in my experience, that longer amount of time is worth it when you get to your goal and you feel like a million bucks and you can easily maintain that. So it's a little ambiguous right now. I'm going to give you an example. And the example I'm going to give you is kind of with weight loss. It's a little bit easier to visualize, but this can also be used with muscle gain and even maintenance and even training. And I can go into that a little bit more as well, but we'll start with fat loss. Okay. So, you know, we want to avoid the long deficits, right? Limit fat loss phases to a certain length. And this is even true with somebody who has a lot of weight to lose, a lot of weight to lose, you know, 50 plus pounds, still take it in phases because you shouldn't be, you know, say you lose two pounds a week. That's still 25 weeks plus straight of dieting, which I would not recommend for anybody. Uh, so limit those phases to 12 weeks, 16 weeks, take breaks and kind of throw those things in to keep diet fatigue low. Um, if you have over 100 pounds to lose, you might be somewhat of a special case where you don't need this phasing. And I wanted to mention that first, that uh, in that case where you have a lot, a lot of weight to lose, you probably could just push through it all. Although some kind of phasing could help you if you find yourself with that diet fatigue or not able to adhere very well. And also if you need to lose weight for a health reason, I probably wouldn't really mess with phasing and raising calories very often because if you have to lose weight to get your blood sugar under control or something like that, that should be your primary focus. But for most people, phasing things properly and taking things in chunks is super beneficial. So the example with weight loss, let's say someone for easy math is 200 pounds and they want to be 150 pounds, 50 pound weight loss. And you can plug in your own numbers here. Um, but find the amount of weight you want to lose, right? Maybe you're 150 and you want to be 120, that's 30 pounds. Either way, for this person who's 200 pounds, wants to lose 50 to get down to 150, instead of dieting until 50 pounds is lost, because that would probably take up to a year, honestly, at normal rates of fat loss. It could be six months to a year. Um, I'd much rather cap your weight loss per phase at about 10% of your total weight. So that's kind of my general rule. The time length this usually takes is somewhere around six to 16 weeks. And I know that's a very long, um, very long range, but 
if you have a lot of weight to lose, it's probably more like three or four months. If you don't have a lot of weight to lose for that 10% mark, it's probably a little bit less. Like me, I'm 185 about right now. So if I wanted to get, you know, you have less weight to lose once you're leaner. So let's say I want to lose five pounds. That's only going to take maybe six weeks. Uh, someone who is 250 and wants to lose 10% of their weight, 200, you know, 25 pounds, that could take more like definitely over 12 weeks because that's two pounds a week. So more upwards of 16. Um, and you should be able to accomplish that in about 16 weeks. So that's kind of the time range. But instead of time range, I kind of like to go by weight range. So shoot for about 10% of your total weight. You can stay in fat loss until you hit that. And that's okay. Uh, so in this example, that means this person, instead of trying to get all the way to 150, they would shoot for 180 because 10% of 200 is 20, right? And 20 pounds less than 200 is 180. That might not be their end goal, but that little bout of fat loss is going to be much more manageable. They can get that 20 pounds of weight loss done in 10 to 16 weeks, probably. So, you know, three-ish months, maybe four. And at that point, diet fatigue is probably setting in a little bit. Their training is suffering. They're getting real burned out of dieting. They're tired of being hungry. Maybe they're even plateaued a little bit because their energy is kind of dwindling and they're burning fewer calories. The metabolism is adapting. So um, at, you stop 180 and it doesn't even have to be all the way there, but take it in chunks up to 10% of your weight. Let's say this person gets that 20 pounds off in four months. They're down to 180. At that point, go to maintenance calories and you could reverse diet, but if you're this far away from your goal, I'd probably just go to maintenance calories and you know stay in maintenance calories for four to eight weeks somewhere. And this is usually a good time to time things like social times, holidays, vacations, and in your training, maybe like more strength-focused training, lower volumes, deloads, things like that are great to put in this maintenance phase. You can kind of boost your strength levels when you're out of the diet and recover and feel really good going into it again. So you stay in it for a month maybe in maintenance and then you can lose up to 10% more. That's another 18 pounds. So maybe you surprise yourself and you get to 160 and you know that is another three-ish months to lose another 20 pounds. And then let's say at the end of that three months, it's around the holidays, there's birthday parties, maybe some, you go out to eat, you actually gain weight in the maintenance phase, you gain you know, five, seven pounds, you're up to 165. 10% of 165, try to follow me here, is about 15 pounds. And if you lose 15 pounds from 165, you're at your goal 150. So it's taking things in those 10% chunks kind of allow you to mess up a little bit in the maintenance phases, be more loose and estimate and take things in little bouts of fat loss. Overall, it might take a little bit longer, but you are going to see better results in the long term. Um, so the main reason, as I said, for this is diet fatigue. Limiting to about 10% of your weight loss is going to, really it's gonna keep your training really good and it's also going to prevent that diet fatigue from setting in and wreaking havoc because it will. I've seen it a long time. And remember that the only way you can really not hit your goal is if you give up. So taking things even in smaller chunks than I mentioned is a good way to go about it. I see so many people ignoring 
phasing other things in besides just losing fat because they just want to be leaner and they don't really care about muscle gain, strength gain, maintenance, things like that. But it's very important uh, just from a long-term dieting perspective. It's one of the tools that is going to help you reach your goal. Even if your goal is only fat loss, you shouldn't think that fat loss just equals calorie deficit and low calories and cardio. It does, but only until diet fatigue sets in. And then you have to implement other tools like maintenance phases, strength training, and capping your phases of fat loss at about 10% of your weight. So the key is to wiggle your weight down with fat loss phases over time, give yourself proper breaks, phase your changes to keep everything effective and working. I, as an analogy, like to use climbing Mount Everest and hitting base camps along the way. You might be tempted. You hit the first base camp, right? Maybe you're a tenth of the way up Mount Everest. You found base camp and you look up the mountain, you're ready to just keep going, but you kind of know that the people that skip the base camp and resting and recuperating or recovering, uh, those people that just keep pushing forward, they die on the mountain and you're probably going to pass them, uh, you know, frozen to death, which is pretty dark, but you know what I mean? It's very, very critical that you take those stops, those breaks and take things in chunks. You're not going to climb Mount Everest all at once and you're not going to lose all your fat at once, even if you only have 20, 25 pounds to lose. Uh, it's better to take things in chunks, recover, recuperate, look to the next base camp, push to that, rest, recuperate, push again, and all of a sudden you're at your goal and it didn't even feel like you were pushing for a really, really long time. It's going to get smaller and smaller amounts you have to lose as you get there and it's going to just make it so much more manageable for you and easier to maintain that progress later, which is what we all want. So that's my concept for today. If you guys are interested in how to set this up for yourself, you can always contact me for coaching or advice, stoltzfit.com slash contact. I put that in the description of the show. And uh, thank you for joining me for another episode. This one, episode 417 of the podcast. And uh, thank you for all the support, all of the visits to stoltzfit.com to read the written versions of these podcasts and for listening to these episodes. Uh, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe, review, and check out the website. I'll talk to you guys next time and work on those phases. That's your homework for this week. Thank you.